Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another week of this uh, Christian Apologist podcast. You know, I'm so glad that, you know, some of you just tune in every week. I completely and utterly am humbled and appreciated by it. I hope that it, it blesses you and I hope that you can learn from it as much as we do. And so on today's podcast, though, we are going to discuss what legislative bill was passed on February 25th of 2021. Now, many people haven't heard of this bill because they did not want to share the story with the world. No, of course they didn't, because they wanted to sneak it in while everyone was so preoccupied about the other senseless mirrors that they want us to see. Now, the bill I'm talking about is the New Equality Act Bill. Yeah, now, I know it sounds good because we all want equality, or at least the majority of Americans do, but this bill isn't about equality. Make no mistake about it. It is literally about taking away our security, our Christian freedoms, taking away your parental rights, and it's about taking away our children's childhood. Now, what do I mean by this? This act actually goes into great detail about what all it can cover, and it can be found on any government website. So don't be afraid to go look this stuff up for yourself. You don't just need to take my word for it. Now, one thing this act covers is it says that Christian churches can no longer deny employment to non-Christians. And it's not just Christian churches, but since we are Christians, I'm talking about Christians in general. Let's talk about all religions. But since I am a Christian, I'm going to speak from the Christian perspective. In fact, the person applying to a job at a Christian church can be a Satanist, an atheist, they can be transgender, or anything, and the person can even be a Christian, but if they don't even believe in the same mission statement of that particular denomination or church, the church has to hire them. I mean, are you kidding me, people? Now, granted, I do believe that churches should hire non-Christians. Because by them working for the church, God can change their hearts. But to force a church or any religious you know, church or mosque or whatever it happens to be, force them to hire people is completely and utterly ridiculous. Now, why are people being forced to hire other people? I mean, we already had the Equal Opportunity Employment Program. I mean, that says you know, places can't discriminate for any reason, basically. So why was that just not enough? I mean, in fact, they're adding this bill, if I understand it right, to the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Now, I am not a black man, but if I was an African-American, I would be highly ticked off that the government is even suggesting that the LGBTQ is has equal rights to the civil rights movement. I mean, how is that even comparable? I'm serious, people. African Americans were forced into slavery. They were beaten, mistreated, murdered. The women raped. They were starved. And when that had stopped, they were still then forced to go into different schools, forced to use different water fountains, and they were literally pushed to the back of the bus. I mean, I'm sorry, but I'm 42 years old, and I have never seen that kind of treatment to any person of the LGBTQ community. So how can any of that even come close to comparing to the civil rights movement? But no, 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 no. See, it gets worse. It gets much worse. Now, Christian-based companies, such as bakeries and flower shops and etc., 
they can no longer turn down the servicing of gay marriages. Now, although gay marriage is completely against God's ordained word in the Holy Bible and has been in the Bible since the beginning of time, since the beginning of the Bible, these owners have no choice anymore but to serve them. And if they do not, they will face legal actions and possible lawsuits. I mean, are you kidding me right now? Every company in the U.S. better take down their sign saying we have the right to refuse service to anyone because that's no longer true. If you're a company, you have to serve anyone and everyone no matter what or you're subjected to lawsuits and even possible arrest. I mean, people, we need to open our eyes. Christianity is under attack. Yes, Jesus told us there would be days like this, and they were coming, and now they're here. But that does not mean that we should lay down and just take it. Absolutely not. We must fight for our God. We must stand up for Jesus Christ. Yes, we might face repercussions, but as Christians, we know this world is not our home, and it's only temporary. But it's not over. Hold on to your seats because we're about to get a lot worse. I hope, you have, I hope you're sitting down for this. See, because the bill also states that parents, all parents, no longer have rights, any rights over their children's medical decisions. Let that sink in for a second. And no, I'm not just talking about just older teens that are close to being 18 years old, close to the age of consent. I'm talking about children all the way down to four years old. And guess what? Doctors cannot refuse to do what the child wants or the doctor can be sued. I mean, can you believe this? I mean, you better because it's absolutely true. If an 11-year-old boy goes off and tells the doctor that he wants surgery to become more like a girl, a transgender surgery, the parents can't stop it, nor can the doctor deny it. I mean, can you imagine how many doctors are about to start quitting when they can no longer deny a life-altering surgery to a 7-year-old, 8-year-old, 9-year-old, 10-year-old, 11-year-old? I mean, what is going on here? 11-year-olds change their mind about everything about 100 times a day. They can't even decide on what to wear to school, but yet we're going to give them the, the, the right to decide on an irrevocable life-changing surgery? I mean, we're not talking about surgery just to save their life. We're talking about a voluntary life-altering surgery. So now, instead of allowing parents to be parents... We now have to allow children to make life-altering decisions? I mean, whose bright idea was this? I mean, but listen, why stop there? Why not just allow the child to drop out of school at any age if they want to? I mean, according to the government, they're obviously mentally capable of understanding life choices and consequences of their actions. So if an 11-year-old boy or girl can make life-changing adult decisions, why not let them buy alcohol? Why not tobacco? Why not just let them go buy guns or join the military? I mean, this is completely stupid, people. I mean, where's it going to end? Where does it stop? And I'm telling you right now, mark my words. I can see it happening already, and I've said it ever since this whole transgender thing came into play with Target four or five years ago. If a child can't consent for themselves at any age, then what's going to stop a six-year-old or an 11-year-old from consenting to marry 
a person that's in their 30s or 40s. Think about it. What's going to tell the government, oh, you can't consent to that, but you can consent to a life-altering change to your body? Are you kidding me? This is complete nonsense. This is stupid. This is evil. And yeah, I know that's disgusting to think about, but if there isn't going to be an age of consent anymore over life-altering decision, then what's stopping it from going even further? Children have no business, none, and no business at all making adult decisions. I mean, according to a medical site, uh, NPR.org, they claim that a person's brain doesn't reach full maturity until 25 years old. 25! 25! And I'm guessing that's for girls because my brain probably didn't even get there until it was in its late 30s. I mean, seriously. How does the government expect children whose brains are half, if not less mature, to make life-altering decisions? I mean, that's why parents are there. I mean, what's now going to be the role of a parent anymore? I mean, parents get arrested for disciplining their children. Parents aren't needed for consent on life-altering decisions concerning their child. I mean, I guess a parent's role from now on is just going to be to give birth, feed, clothes, and shelter, and that's it. Guys, we're going to have to take a quick break real quick. We'll be back in two minutes. We've got to give a shout-out to our sponsor. Stay tuned as we finish up this conversation about this ridiculous Equality Acts bill. Be right back. Hey guys, thanks for staying tuned through that short little intermission, giving a shout out to our sponsors. Before we left off, we were talking about, you know, how parents get, um, they're getting arrested for disciplining their children and, and now with this new Equality Care Act bill <clears throat> that, you know, they don't even have consent over their child's medical welfare anymore and that basically parents are being forced to, to only be a paycheck to their children and nothing more. I mean, the child can now consent to whatever they want to do, and if the parents disagree with it, guess what happens? Tough luck. That, or your kid can sue you. I mean, this is completely and utterly ridiculous. I mean, this has become such a perverse generation. This is the most disgusting thing I have ever, ever heard of. And, and it's already been passed by the government. It's already been passed. And then let's go on to further on what else it has to say it also says that bathrooms you know like when that big thing came out with target uh making the transgender bathrooms well now that is literally a law that is for any bathroom that's in the public any man think about this any man can walk into a female bathroom and vice versa it's not just a target store anything anymore this is an american thing i mean our wives daughters and sons are going to be humiliated and they are going to be sexually assaulted if they choose to use a public restroom. I mean, seriously, this is serious stuff, people. It isn't a bill that they're trying to get signed. It's already a done deal. The government has declared war on God and Christianity. And I hate to say it because I'm not trying to bring politics into this, but all of this has happened in only the first two months of the Biden presidency. I mean, what's going to happen in the next four years? I mean, that's 46 more months. America has never been perfect. I, I grant you that. No country is. But America used to be the greatest nation for Christianity. America has now not only turned its back on God, but it has declared a spiritual war against God and Jesus. See, now, I'm an ordained minister, and the government is now telling me that if I do perform marriages for you know a heterosexual couple, I now have to perform marriages 
for a homosexual couple or I can face imprisonment or lawsuits. Where are my rights? Where are the rest of America's rights? I mean, how can I, a Christian man, perform a marriage for a gay couple when a gay marriage isn't even recognized in the eyes of the one who created marriage and is designed as a union between one man and one woman? This wasn't a man-made thing. Men did not create marriage. God created marriage. And I'm telling you now, I personally will never back down. I will never fold and I will not be forced to go against God. I mean, you people are out of your minds if you think that I am going to back down. And let's not just forget sports. Let's not forget sports, folks. Now, what does sports have to do with this? Well, for sports dedicated only to men, not much is going to change for us. But for women's sports, yeah. Now, any man can play in women's sports. You can't discriminate anymore. He self-identifies as a woman that day. Now, it doesn't take a doctor's degree or any kind of medical knowledge to know that men and women are built different. Men are built and designed to be stronger and faster. Now, before all you feminists get all riled up, calm down, because I'm not saying that some women aren't stronger or not faster than men or aren't better than men, but 90 plus percent of the time, men are stronger and faster It's just a fact. It's the way we are built. It's the way God made us. That's all there is to it. So how fair is it? Imagine this. How fair is it that a seven-foot man who is stronger and faster than most women can now play in the WNBA? Or that someone like Usain Bolt can now compete against women in track? Or Michael Phelps in swimming? Or a male bodybuilder can compete in women's bodybuilding and wrestling matches? There's nothing about this bill that makes any sense. And if it makes sense to you, then you need to contact me because I would like to know where I'm missing it. Think about everything I've listed. And that's not even the tip, not even the tip of the iceberg, people. One bill now takes away Christian freedom. It takes away parental rights. It takes away from the civil rights movement, women's rights. I mean, this is just ridiculous. Is the government listening? Are they not listening to the American people as the majority? I mean, hello, we the people want and demand and deserve answers. I mean, there are over 328 million Americans living in the U.S. right now. And according to recent polls, out of that 328 million, only 5.6% of them are of the LGBTQ community. That's literally a little over 18 million people. Now, do people of the LGBTQ deserve rights? Absolutely they do. They deserve the same God-given right, keyword there being God-given right, that as every other American. But does that but does the other 310 million Americans deserve to have their rights stripped from them? I mean, seriously, it's just to overly please the other 18 million Americans. They are not taking the majority and vote. Because I guarantee out of the majority, people would not back this bill. People would not agree to this bill. You don't have to be a Christian or not. It is a ridiculous bill. I mean, it would be the same as saying if my foot was injured and needs to be amputated, let's just cut off my foot and keep it and dispose of the rest of my body. Does that make any sense? Why would we cut off my foot and keep the foot and dispose of the rest of me? And that's exactly what the government is doing right now. They're saying, oh, well, this little portion of the uh, Americans, they want all this. 
So we don't care what the other 310 million Americans think. I don't comprehend any of this Equality Care Act. I can apprehend it. I can read it and understand what's being said. I just can't comprehend the thinking or the ideology behind it. I mean, none of it makes any sense. I mean, and I, sometimes I just feel like I'm the only one that's furious about this. Are y'all furious about this? I mean, women, African-Americans, religions, parents, business owners, etc. This should infuriate all of you. It should infuriate all of us. In today's society, one voice doesn't do a whole lot. But if the remaining 310 million Americans will just stand up, stand out, speak up, and speak out, the government won't have a choice but to hear us. Now, maybe it'll change something, maybe it won't, but we don't have to keep our mouths shut and take it lying down. America did not become America because we were afraid of a fight. We need to stand up now and we need to fight for our rights. You need to fight for your rights, your rights to religious freedom, your rights to own a business, your rights to be a parent, your right to defend a family, your women's rights, your civil rights, even the rights to play fair sports. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to hear from you. Send me an email. Tell me your thoughts. Tell me if I'm missing something. Tell me if you're going to fight this Equality Care Act. Tell me if I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong about all this. Tell me I'm wrong. But most importantly, just speak up and say something. If you want to reach out to me, you can reach me at richard at thechristianapologist.org. That is Richard, R-I-C-H-A-R-D, the at symbol, the Christian Apologist, all one word, dot org. You all have the blessed rest of your week. Until next Wednesday, God bless.